0: What's up, guys, and welcome to episode five of the Wins and Losses podcast. My name is Tyler, and joining me today are two college friends of mine, Jose and Terrence. What's going on, guys? What's up, guys?
1: I'm Jose Freist. Uh, I was born in Orangeburg, South Carolina. I go to school with Tyler. You know, great friend of mine. Uh, we're going to talk about today about how we met. You know, all the memories we got together, and just a little bit about me. I'm a secondary education major. I'm trying to coach in high school when I get the, if I get the chance. You know, God willing. And, um, yeah,
2: that's just a little bit about me. i take it over to Terrence. Yo, my name is Terrence Williams. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. I'm a special education major. I guess basketball is my first love, so I love everything about the game of basketball.
0: So, wait, you guys are both uh, basically going to be or trying to become teachers or something? Yeah, I, I, when I first was, like, you know, going through high school,
1: I wanted to be, like, an engineer. I was taking engineering classes at the, like, at the local vocational school or whatever. And, you know, later on, uh, I was like, you know, this isn't for me. And, you know, I was like, you know, what's the way I, I want to coach, but, you know, I want to do more than that. And, you know, uh, me being Hispanic, you know, I can relate to Hispanic Hispanic students better than, you know, a regular teacher can in school. You know, I saw the many times where they didn't have anybody to talk to because, you know, they can't relate to each other. So I kind of want to be that person they can relate to in whatever school I go in, whatever school system I'm at.
2: Huh. That's interesting.
0: So when did you guys move in?
2: I moved in like a whole week before actual moving day was because I had to help out with moving day at the school. So I've been here for a little while. I'm kind of ready to go home. They kind of getting on my nerves, but it's okay.
0: Bro, you've only been on campus for like two weeks. How are you already ready to go back home?
2: I, I just want to go back home just for like just for a little bit just for just for a little bit. Just for like a
0: weekend trip, something
2: like that. Just for a weekend trip, and I'll be right back.
0: I feel like I'm at the point now where I was home for basically six months during this whole pandemic, or five months, or whatever. But now it's like, okay, I'm ready to go to school. I'm ready to work. It's like, I guess you guys kind of have that feeling as well, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm actually, for one, glad to be
1: here. You know, where I live, I live in small town Orangeburg. You know, there's not much to do. There's, there's literally just food. There's no theater, no, like a small little mall that has shops closed down. And if, where I live in Orangeburg, I, I have bad internet. Like I have satellite internet. So you know coming here you know it's great to actually you know be able to do your work fast you know i had to
2: use my personal hotspot and stuff so i'm actually glad to be back i don't know why terrence wants to go back already uh, shoot i was living my best life at home with coronavirus I mean, of course i was being safe but
0: so have you guys gotten like into your classes so far like what are you guys taking
2: um yeah i went to my class i went to oh, i've been to all my classes so far um i had span i've been in spanish and it was pretty good. I think I'm catching on to it pretty good so far, but my math class, that's another story. My teacher, he has a very strong African accent. He's from Ghana, I think. And it's kind of hard to figure out what he's saying. So I'm like with him after class, like with a whole paper of questions. So I could be there. And I know I get on his nerves already, but he's going to have to just suck it up. Cause I can't understand what he's saying.
0: <laughs> Dude, I don't think we have a single math teacher at our campus who's American no, no
1: uh, there's I think I've had two uh, t- I wait t- I think Lizzie's American uh I think he is and I had I can't remember my first semester I think there's two but yeah you're right we actually do have a lot of teachers who are foreign uh, math professors which yeah, is- in the
0: math department it's it's like some people had like I can't understand my professor at all my professor was somewhere in the Middle East and I and I could not understand him for a full semester I still ended up with a B in that class but you know, so I guess it's kind of weird, like going to class now, because now we all have to, you know, be six feet apart. We have to have masks on. It's like it's kind of like the new normal, you know. It's
1: it's kind of crazy that we're actually here in school, you know, but like, you know, if, if for me, I've always I've, I mean, I've told Terrence that multiple times when we're walking around. It's just it doesn't feel like the first time we came here It feels different, like like something's missing. But, you know. I mean, I'm glad to be here, but it, something just feels off, you know, j- all the mass, social distancing, you know, it just, it just doesn't feel like how it was before.
0: Yeah. It's not like the full college experience in a sense, because I mean, yeah, you guys, obviously college students still want to go out and have fun, but it's so much tougher when you have the whole virus going around and it's like, okay, but if you go out, you're going to put yourself at risk. So that's why people like at our campus, like luckily we live in a smaller campus, so there's a less chance of that happening per se, but it's still a risk no matter what, you know? Uh, So uh, what are you guys doing job-wise at the moment? Well, me currently, I'm currently employed by TJ Maxx,
1: but I'm taking a break so I can, you know, do my schoolwork and stuff. It's a decent job. You know, I can't complain, get paid. All right. You know, get a decent discount. Work's not too hard. I mean, it's just like any other job. It's just the customers, you know, but um, that's about it. Don't do much there stock stuff every now and then break down the truck that comes in. It's about
0: it. All I do. Yeah. Terrence, what are you doing?
2: Um, I'm still employed with duck donuts back in Columbia and I I actually have a shift this weekend, so I'll be working this weekend. So I'll I'll go back home. Um, It's a pretty decent job. I mean, I complain about it, but it's really not that bad. I'm just being, I'm just being me, but it's pretty straight. And I'm still working as an intramural ref here on campus. Um, I don't know how we're gonna do that intramural sports really yet. They're still trying to decide like what we're all going to do, but it's really gonna be like social distancing events, like a three-point shootout, and that's one of the events that we have all kind of other stuff, but and also esports. So we're just gonna see how that goes.
0: Yeah, don't you have a, also a pretty big role on campus as well as working as a um, working at student government stuff like that?
2: Oh yes, I'm I'm the RSA president here this year, so that's like housing stuff. Like, um, I lead the students with housing so I'm the student voice for housing and also I'm on student government as the residence life center here at USC Aiken so yeah I got a lot of things on my plate right now but I think I'm doing good with my time management skills make sure I have everything in my planner making sure I I make make all these events and everything I got to do but still being a student hanging out with my friends and stuff so
0: time management that's the big thing here like as a college student the more you're able to manage your time the more successful you're gonna be so I've never had like real struggles with it, but I've seen plenty of people who are like freak out when they like can't get certain assignments done or or like for student athletes, it's like go to practice, do homework, maintain a social life. It's like, oh, too much. What are your thoughts on the uh, NBA playoffs so far? All I've seen is that your team the Sixers, got knocked out. And that's all I've seen so <laughs> do- far. Why did you have to bring that up? You know, I, I've been I've had at least five or six people reach out to me about them getting swept and uh every single time I go, don't talk to me. I mean,
1: it was hard. You know it was gonna be hard whenever Ben Simmons got hurt, man. You knew it was gonna be hard.
0: Yeah, like I mean I, I at least thought we had a chance to beat the Celtics if he was there, but as soon as he went down, I'm like, Okay, there's no chance we're gonna win.
1: Come on, man. You're you're going against what, Kimba, Jason Tatum? Come on, look at look at all those guys, man. They're all healthy. They had their whole
0: team. They have three guys who averaged 20 points, really could have four. But then again, Hayward was out, like, most of the series, and they still beat us. So it's like, ugh. I know, man. It's tragic. I I did also see where, um you know, Dame is
1: doing his thing over there in Portland, you know, against the Lakers, you know. I mean, that's
0: a crazy guy. Do we consider Damian Lillard a top five player in the league after what he's been doing?
2: I wouldn't say top five, but my thing about that series, the Lakers are going to beat them. That's inevitable. The Lakers are not going to lose this series.
0: Yeah, I, I had them beating Portland in six, but I feel like they're going to beat them in five now based on uh, LeBron scoring 40 points in the last game. I'll say this about Dame. I do have a different respect
1: for him. Over the over his comment, you know, saying he doesn't want to join a super team. He wants to build, you know, Portland from the ground up, you know. And, you know, that's – I give him props, you know. Most of, you know, like, for example, KD, you know, he joined a super team. There's super teams popping out all over the NBA. You know, Dame wants to make his own. You know, that's, that's what I like about Damon, what his recent comment he said about
0: that. Yeah, like, but here's my thing. Like, he's eventually going to get to the point where if Portland doesn't win, then he's going to have to get out. Look at Kevin Garnett, for example. Remember when Kevin Garnett was in Minnesota, he won an MVP, but he got as far as the Western Conference Finals one time, and finally when he decided to leave, he gets traded to Boston, wins the championship with Boston. Like, if Portland doesn't step up and get the players he needs around him, then he's going to leave. Like, it's it's not going to matter. I understand he signed that big deal, but still. So you think it's just inevitable. I mean,
1: He says that now, but eventually if he wants
0: to, you know, win, he's going to have to leave. Yeah. But, like, I still think Portland will get to a point where they can be good enough to win everything. This year was hard for them because, you know, they were fighting injuries all year. They still got Rodney Hood, Trevor Reza who didn't play in the bubble, and now Zach Collins got hurt this series. So it's like if all those guys are there and all those guys are healthy, they could win. I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but I'm saying they can go farther than the first or second round even. They need one more like stud player for them to take him over the top. Uh, did you get a chance to see that uh, game winning shot Luca made? Yeah, man, Luca is insane. Like, bro, I think he's gonna win MVP next year after seeing what he's been doing this year. Yeah, um, it's just cool to see him and other guys who are you know overseas players like becoming these huge stars in the NBA. But I will say. The Clippers did lose to Ma- the Mavericks in the last game, and they didn't have Chris Stapps. Paul George has been terrible for the third game in a row. I picked the Clippers in six in the first round. It looks like you can go to a seven-game series. I, I, I wanted to go to a seven-game series. It, just, I, I want
1: to see Luka, man. Luke, he just, he just, oh, he's just a scorer, man. But he can do it from anywhere.
0: Yeah, uh, apparently – I don't know as of now, but Chris Stapps is still questionable for game five. So we'll see if he plays in that game. Um, but uh, did you see that uh, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray both had 50 points against each other?
2: I did see that. That was good. Donovan Mitchell was going crazy. And in about yeah, about two or three years, Donovan Mitchell is going to be a top five player in the league. Oh, um,
0: that that's a bold statement. A
2: very bold I'm gonna, statement. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that on a... In two to three years, Donovan Mitchell will be a top five player in the league. Have you seen what he's doing for that? Team? So you don't
0: think Damian Lillard's a top five player now, but you think Donovan Mitchell will be in two
2: to three years? It's it's just weird for me because like Donovan Mitchell, he's he's young, he's younger than Damian Lillard. So he's just gonna keep getting better and better. And just wait. Just just wait and y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. On on the on the Damian Lillard uh,
1: thing, uh I saw I saw a comment where somebody where somebody told Curry that Damian Lillard has more range than Curry. Who who do you think has more range, Curry or Lillard?
0: Oh, that's really tough. Because Damian Lillard shoots such a good clip 30 feet beyond. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, I don't know. But, like, here's the thing between Lillard and and Steph. Lillard can get his own shot from the three when, you know, I mean, Curry is good off the dribble, but – I think Damian Lillard is probably a better scorer overall. Like, if those two play one-on-one, oh, for sure. Damian Lillard would win. Oh, for sure, for sure. For yeah. Sure. So, I, when it comes to shooting, I don't know particularly yet because we haven't seen Steph basically play in a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I guess recency bias people would say Lillard, but I would have to see a full year of both of them for me to be 100% sure. If, if I had to
1: choose right now, I would have to say, I'd have to say Curry. I just feel like, I just feel like he's been doing it longer. And, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't need long, but just set his feet. That He sets his feet so quick in just the release. He's just so quick with it. I, I'd have to say Curry. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lillard has had some logo shots, you know, and, and, and especially in the bubble. But man, I, I have, I'd have to say Curry, man. I'd have to say Curry.
0: I have to see statistically all time who has more range for me to be able to tell. Who'd win the uh, NBA Finals?
2: Lakers. Why the say, Lakers? If you don't say Lakers, you're lying to yourself. The Lakers, they're just going to win it all. This is AD is unstoppable. LeBron's going to turn into another animal. He's already turned into another animal. I know the first couple games he had was kind of like so so. How like, fitting would it be for the Lakers to win the NBA Finals
0: after the death of Kobe Bryant? I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, storyline for the NBA. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like you know, as a, being a Laker, you
1: know, you kind of owe Kobe that in a certain way. I, that's how I think the team is thinking right now, you know. But I mean, me personally, I think I think the Bucks will win. I want the Bucks to win. I want I want them. I just want Giannis to prove you know he's he's a top, he's a he's one of the,
0: he's a top tier player, you know. Yeah. All right. I got the Clippers, actually. So we're all different in this uh, prediction.
1: Clippers. Elaborate on that. Why, why do you say the Clippers?
0: I just said Clippers because of the all-around defense, all the depth they have. Uh, I feel like Kawhi is the most clutch player in the NBA next to LeBron. Those two are kind of even to me. But I just feel like if the Lakers and the Clippers play because of the Clippers' depth, they would be able to knock off the Lakers. But if Paul George is playing the way he's playing, then it's not going to matter. Like, if Paul George is playing as well as he can play, then I think the Clippers will win. But if he doesn't, they'll lose. And that's a big if right now, the way it's looking. I know, dude. It's like he went three straight games. Like, it's not like he's taking bad shots. They're just
2: not falling. Well, Terrence didn't let he agree with that comment just now. You want to say something, Terrence? I don't want to speak on that right now. But there is something else I want to speak on before we end the segment. I know they didn't make the playoffs, but can we talk about Devin Booker and what he was (laughs) doing in the bubble?
0: Okay. What do you want to talk about when it comes to him?
2: He was going crazy in the bubble. I think he's going to leave Phoenix that, and find him a, and find him a team that's going to win because Phoenix is not winning at all, and he's putting up 60, 70 points. That is a player that definitely needs to leave his current team. He he what he's
1: what like on he's on the list for most points in the game, and he still hasn't been in the playoffs at all his career. I mean he he's got he's got to get out of there. Yeah, he, he man. Gotta get, he's he, got to get out of there.
0: Out of there he gone. He got to go somewhere. I don't know where he got to go. Okay, well here's the question then. If you had to place Devin Booker on a team, what team would be the best fit for him? Like out of the, out of both conferences, or I can choose one. He can go anywhere.
1: See, I kind of want, I kind of want to say the Bucks, but I don't think there's just a place for him on the Bucks. You know what I mean with Giannis being on there? Yeah. What would you say?
2: I don't know. It depends. What he's trying to do if he's trying to join up with a super team. I could might see him in LA, just because LA doesn't LA doesn't really have a strong doesn't have the strongest point guard. The problem with LA is LA doesn't
0: have anyone for them to trade, really.
2: I
1: I would enjoy to see him on the Mavs with Luca and a uh, Kristaps. Uh, no, That's that, a
0: good one. That, I think that could fit. Who Who would you say he'd have to join? I'm trying. I'm trying to think here for a second. I mean, he'd be it'd be great if he uh, decided he wanted to go to the Sixers. I mean, I would gladly take that. Don't think it's gonna happen, but uh, I, yeah, Tyler, you might as well kiss that one goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Can we trade Al Horford for Devin Booker? That'd be great. They're not going to. to.
2: Al Horford? Al Horford's too old. No. Sorry, he's too not, old. No. He's good. He's old. They're not going to trade him for Devin Booker. The only
0: player I think we could get for Al Horford would be like Kevin Love or something like that. That's, that's, that's probably, yeah, that could happen. The NBA is just so guard heavy. It's hard for me to like pick a team. I mean him and Denver wouldn't be that bad. I think him and Jamal would be fighting too much, you know, just with the ball. I think yeah. I think that's possible. You know what? Screw it. Let's just put him with the Grizzlies and see what happens.
1: Grizzlies? You know, I could kind of see that. You him know, him and John. Him and, in the backcourt.
0: Yeah, him and John in the backcourt. That's 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 pretty strong. You know? Yeah. we'll see what happens in free agency and what happens after the season when it comes to trades. But um so yeah, I got the Clippers. Jose, you got the Bucks, Terrence, you got the Lakers? Yes, sir. All right, well, let's see what happens. All right, so let's move on to uh, when we were, played intramurals last year. Um, I thought we were pretty all right. I hardly showed up to the games because, obviously, I had to uh, work with women's basketball. Is there any, like, significant moments you have of playing intramural basketball? All right,
1: well, first, you know, as, you know, the team captain, I kept begging you and begging you and begging you to play. And you finally told me yes, and you ended up showing up to one game. I mean, you you did your thing at that one game, and I was like, Jesus, what, Tyler, you could you we could have used to more of the games. But um, no, there's plenty we got to talk about in the murals. I, Terrence is looking at me right now. He's just like he's he's ready to speak. So I, let me let me get this stuff out before it explodes.
2: No, I ain't got no. You go ahead, cause you could go ahead, cause I'm straight. I will let you say what you gotta say.
1: So, okay. So, probably the best moment, you know, whenever we, for me, is whenever I played, whenever we played the soccer team, ended up, you know, having like two points at the half, and then coming back and beating the soccer team at an elite and finishing with 17 points. It was a great game, had a great shooting night, you know. Probably, but it was just, it was just fun. Everything was hitting. If I could, if I could, <laughs> I know this sounds like weird. If I could have a of it, I would just, just how fun it was to play that game and how we, we played better as a team that time.
2: Well, for me, every, every game was a highlight game for me, honestly, because oh, you man. already know who was, I was the leading scorer on the team, except that one game, Jose did outscore me that one game, and that was a very bad game for me. He had 17, I had like 13 or something like that. He really played. He's the reason we won that game. Against soccer team, you he know. The reason.
1: You know, I'm surprised he actually said that. You know, we 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 literally had an argument about this the other day. I think it's point for me when not won that game and Terrence was trying was up and down telling me no, it was me, it was me, this it was me. On the defensive end. But the reason why Terrence had so many points, he wouldn't pass the ball sometimes. Terrence <laughs> would drive through drive through a clogged lane. Four people were out of foot in the paint, Terrence was driving for a foul. I said, Come on, bro, you are not gonna make anything through that.
2: But my thing about that whole thing is, I, that was the only game I scored below twenty. That one game when Jose had seventeen that game, and I did. I admit I ball hauled a little bit.
1: A little bit. A little
2: bit. But you gotta think. You gotta think of who we had on our team out there. Who I was had oh, yeah. to.
1: Yeah, we, I mean, granted, we yeah we did not have scores. We did not have scores. You know, we had we brought people on there. We thought we we thought we we're gonna score points, but you know, it turns out whenever the time came, you know, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't do their thing. So. I mean, Ter- Terrence had no choice but to try and drive, and I mean, eventually they stopped. Terrence and "Wasn't nothing we can do. We tried something else, didn't work." But I will say this: the one game that you did show up, Tyler, we did have more of a
0: game plan. And ever after that game, we we never had a game plan after that. You know? Oh, it's because I think I just kept us like how we play a little bit more structured, uh, just because I would call out certain things like what we should run, you know, what we should play defense and switch or whatever. But uh. I remember the one game and I was so rusty because I never played like five on five for like a year or plus. And I think I had maybe like five points. Like I had some good assists, but that was about it. Um, But I remember we came down to that last shot and I took myself out so I can like see who like who's in a and what to run. And I kind of drew it up and it kind of worked because he was, uh, because was it? Blake? Yeah. Blake was wide open, and he misses it. And I'm like, man. "No!" what's so disappointing about his shot is the
1: fact that he shot it, and he just got stuck on the rim. You know, it was, you know, whenever the ball gets stuck between the rim and the backboard, like that was just it was just disappointing, you know, because the game was over and there was no time left. We couldn't get no rebound. It was just like, "Oh man!"
2: Yeah, my think about that. Jose did tell that Blake can um, shoot the last shot, but I let Jose say what he wants to say because jose is he knows basketball so i was like he know what he's doing so he let blake shoot the last shot and it looked good for like seconds. it looked great but it got stuck on side to go and i just i just put my head down and walked back to the bench and i was well tyler you you have seen terrence's shooting form
1: i mean would you have wanted terrence to shoot the last shot no why did you think i didn't run up the play for terrence Okay, that's okay then. I mean, Terrence, Terrence you get lucky and hit a, hit, some, hit, hit
0: a string of threes every now and then, but you are not known as a three-point shooter, and you have so, to
1: accept that.
0: So I believe originally I was trying to give the ball to Cam because there was like four seconds left, and I was trying to get him, throw the ball into him, get him a pick, make him go left, and get him a shot. I was really using Blake as a decoy. He goes out to the corner like I told him to. He was wide open. Ball was stuck. Everyone at the gym was laughing, and then that was the game. I mean, the
1: crazy thing—we should have never lost that game. In all honesty, we were up like seventeen to nothing at the at, like in the first couple minutes of the game, and then they come back.
0: Well, I played bad. I don't think Will played good. Cam wasn't passing. Irv wasn't passing. Yeah. Terrence never passes, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Terrence never passes. Terrence could have like twenty-four points and like no assists. <laughs> And, and he, he's going to say that's Mamba, Mamba mentality.
2: That's what it is. That's-
0: but at least Kobe passed early in his career.
2: <laughs> I was I was prime Kobe. That's who I was. That interim was prime Kobe.
0: So, wait, are you saying the rest of his team was bad, the rest of your team was bad? My, the rest of my team was not bad.
2: All of them were. I'm not going to give me wrong. It was some very questionable players on that team. I'm not going to say any names. But it's all right. I was bad. I know. That's fine. No Tyler, you was fine. You were fine on our team. I mean, at end, we, were, we were that's why we wanted you to come back. So, like Tyler, please come do what you got to do. Please just make your way to the game. I know you had your
0: priorities, but Well, now we're not even going to have an 5 on 5 basketball, so it's not going to matter this year.
1: Yeah, which which sucks cuz you know that. I mean, at the end of the day, we were complaining about all this, but you know, at the end of the day, we we had some we had a great time playing basketball, you know. Just uh, it was just, it was just fun you know to, to be out there and play five on5 five with your friends
0: and you know I just like cool. playing for fun like I'm at the point now where like I don't like to play sports competitively I'd rather just have fun doing it you know and like because I feel like some players now who like play college or play pro like some people kind of do it for like the glamour or if you're a pro, player you do it for the money you're not really having fun it's the players who have fun and bring their contributions to the game that like kind of separates them from other people per se so let's talk about that students for students basketball game that was the highlight of my coaching career so far
1: (laughs) oh man there's so much to say about that Just that one game more way more than what we just went over in murals. way more stuff to say
0: just about that one one single game. game Let's bring some background to this. So Jose and Terrence were part of the the yeah, women's basketball practice squad. So, yeah, we brought in uh, guys to practice. Uh, we'll get that in a little bit. But so there was a lot of those members on the practice squad who, played, who I was coaching for. And Terrence and Jose were on my team. Mark was on that team. Will was on that team. So it was a lot of fun for me to coach those guys. For one, I benched Terrence to start off the game. He wasn't very happy about that. I was pissed. But, dude, it was genius coaching, and I'll tell you why. You had 20 points and no assists, okay? This G- <laughs> is the smartest decision I've ever made in my life, all right? The, the oh. fact
1: that Terrence hit so many shots that game from the three-point line, and the, the, the shot was so high in the air, it looked like an air ball every single time, but, you know, somehow it ended up in the bottom of the net, and we're just like, what?
2: It's that buttercream. It's- <laughs> That's all I can say about that. No, it is not that.
0: Uh, and it went in. I was like, I was like, I was patting myself on the back. I was like, good stuff on me. No. And I and I was gonna play you at the end of the game, duh. Was, but I will say, if Terrence only had two points, I he would not have played the end of the game. And and we've seen we've seen that Terrence before. We've seen that Terrence before. I do like playing with Terrence, though. I'll just be honest with you. That game was really fun. I remember us being down like fifteen. Yeah we got we got uh you know Trent came down the court dunked on us
1: like once or twice you know we're just like whoa, whoa, what what do we want to do against that and, you know they had they had um they had John on there John was shooting the lights out you know we we really were down for for a while and then we somehow managed to get back into it uh, by the grace of
0: Terrence actually hitting a shot <laughs> Terrence was hitting shots Mark was hitting shots but you know we we catch back up and we go up 3 and they hit, and then they hit a three, I believe, right? Yeah, and they were trying to remember. They were trying to let that girl score the for the longest. Oh my God, you're right! Holy crap! Okay, what
1: was her name? I have no idea, and I can't remember who it was. He kept blocking her shot.
0: He would not <laughs> let her on our team. He would not let her score. And I don't think she did score. I think she had like 12 shots and didn't make a single shot. He, he, like
1: she, she missed a couple and then I can't remember who it was on our team. He blocked, he blocked her shot.
0: He was like, she's not going to score. Yeah. I don't care. No mercy. As, as me and Terrence would say, ain't no easy buckets around here. Oh, I I'll say we're trying to win. <laughs> I don't care if it's, if it's just a regular game, like we're trying to win. So we go, yeah, we go up three. I believe they make a three. Time. And then we miss a shot and they didn't call timeout for some reason. They they went up the court and then they tried to, cause Antoine, the, uh, the men's uh, student assistant, the men's team's student assistant, he doesn't call timeout. He was the coach on the other team and he doesn't call timeout. So then we grab the rebound. I immediately call timeout, advanced the ball. And then uh, I draw up a play that, should have worked it didn't work the way i wanted to because someone wasn't at the right position so jordan was supposed to set a pick for mark mark just went off and grabbed the ball i'm like oh okay luckily jordan sets that pick for him so he can go left and then obviously i tried to use you jose i okay for one thing why did i let terrence throw the ball in uh I don't know. Uh, like the play,
1: the play broke down as soon as you called break in the huddle. The like there was, the, it was a good play. Don't get me wrong. It it wasn't gonna work though. We did. We never run it. I I remember that play clearly. You know, I remember Mark getting the inbound and then Jordan coming to set the screen. And Mark was about to go drive, but there was like like eight seconds left on the clock. So then you know he kicked it out to me, and you know I was like, well I ain't got enough time, so I'm gonna just shoot it. And I get I get fouled at the three point line. Okay, did you actually get fouled? Yeah. No. Yes. Clearly. He, he went. He went through my whole arm, man. Like, okay. I, I, like you. Like even Antoine. I think we talked to Antoine about it later. And John. They were like, No, yeah, it was a clear
0: foul. Clear foul. Okay. No, we were down one. So you make the first free throw, and then you miss the next two. We tie the game, and then the game was over. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least I tied,
1: you know, it'd have been a whole lot worse if I didn't if I didn't make any of them. Like it's so it was it was so much like I had John, it was so hard, bro. I had John and Trent like right beside me in my ear, t- like just as loud as they weren't as loud as they could be, you know, everything in that heat of the moment, everything was so much louder than what it usually is. And John and Trent just going in my ear, you know, tell You're not about to make this, you're not about to make this. And I mean, I guess it got I mean, I'm gonna be honest, it got to me and I only made one shot. I mean, we could have won, but at least, at least we tied and, and no one lost.
0: Yeah, I mean. It would have, have been nice for me to give you your first win as a coach, but I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm sorry. Dude, I know. I mean, it happens. Um, but, you know, but that was fun. It was all in good fun, and that was, like, the main thing. But it, it was competitive. It was fun. It was like we put on a show, and that's kind of what I was aiming for. Because when they, when they came and asked me to coach, I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm down. I'm like, let's put on a show. Why not? You you remember your two assistants? Oh, my God. What is it? Koya. No, it was Koya, Ari, and Kirsten. <laughs>
1: yeah. Kirsten didn't say anything. But I remember Ari and Koya. I remember I remember. I didn't – like Trent was coming down to dunk, and I, I was not going to get dunked on in the middle of this game. So I, I, I ran I, – I didn't challenge it or anything. And I remember coming to the sideline and Koya just being like, you know, we get back on defense. What are you doing? You know, just yelling at me. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get dunked on.
0: Bro, I remember Koya was trying to imitate my dad. <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> what did she do? That was hilarious. He was, she was doing that thing where like, he kind of like sits down almost or like, no, he's in like, um what was it? He's like kneeling down, like, I guess yelling at the refs or something. No, I remember. I remember whenever we called a
1: timeout. I don't know if it was Ari or Koya. They were like, they were like, how come they got the coach's chair? Why ain't y'all getting the coach's chair? Because they were talking. Because they were talking about Antoine having a coach chair and everything <laughs> in the of the huddle. And I was like, oh, my bad, my bad. So, <laughs> we got you a coach's chair. We were actually having a decent huddle at that point.
0: I'm just gonna be the one to say it. I completely
1: think I outcoached Antoine in that game. I mean, to be down, I, to be down, yes, but. Also, I I mean, I don't remember if they were playing with us, but I don't I don't think they were playing with us towards the end when they were up. But I mean, hey, you you brought us back into it.
0: Yeah. It's my rotations, not letting Terrence play that much.
1: No, I'm kidding. I mean, Ter- I, Terrence, did you have a vengeance against Tyler for not starting you? Did you go out there with the mentality, all right, I'm going to show him that you should have started? Yeah, me. that's
2: what I was like. I was like, go ahead. Never going to bitch me again. That's why when I just started hitting shots because I was like, man, I was like, I'm, that's like first shot I'm going to pull and I'm going to make it. And that's exactly what happened. And then I shot another one. and went in. Hey,
1: everybody in that gym knows Terrence cannot shoot. And the fact that he hit those men, all of them threes is just, it, it baffled everybody. Everybody was like, what?
0: So this is what's gonna happen when we have this game, and it'll probably be two years from now. I'm gonna start him, right?
2: <laughs> no, okay. no, no. Don't start. No, we'll go. We go with the same game plan. Don't start me. Take me off the bench. I'm a surprise.
0: Well, actually, I'm gonna be both a coach and a player this time. I've already settled it. So I'm gonna actually get in this game. But uh, uh what was I gonna say? But no, like this time, Terrence is gonna start. I'm gonna start him anyway. And this time, I'm just, he's gonna like break three threes, and I'll be like two minutes in, and up, oh, you're out. <laughs> Stop. Hit the hit the buzzer. Yep. But no, nah, that was a lot of fun. And yeah, I mean it sucks to tie that game, but then that brings like more anticipation for the next one. So all right. So now let's transition into our practice squad memory. So Jose and Terrence, as I previously stated, was part of this practice squad for the women's basketball team where we had these guys come in and help our women. Uh, Throughout practices and stuff like that, so that's originally where we first met. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, and you know what's crazy was, you know, that's like the first time I ever talked to you, and like you know, introduced myself and all that. And then come to find out, we had the same uh, music class together. And I was like, oh, it's Tyler. And then um, another one of the guys was in there as well. And then we all started, you know, talking about basketball in class, you know, because it was a pretty chill class, so he didn't mind. And that's that's you know, I guess that's where we me and you kind of you know became more than just, you know, practice squad members and became like closer friends and stuff, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy how like people in different situations meet up. And I guess that's kinda how we did. We and that's basically the same thing with me and Terrence in a way as well.
2: Oh yeah. Like I didn't I never see that was like the first time I think I ever seen you was practice squad and then – because we didn't have any classes to get into that next semester. Yeah, we didn't have any classes together. Yeah, so it was good to meet some new people, and then I got some good friends out of it, too, so that's all always good. You know, the the crazy thing about, like, you know,
1: like, I just want to tell people, like, how we actually got on the practice squad. It was just like, you know, I usually, I used to never check my email, and like, especially the ones that, like, you know, they sent out for newsletters and stuff. And then, like, the one day I just happened to look, and it was like, uh, male practice players for the women's team are – are needed, you know, if interested email, uh, email, I think it's Coach Sarah, and, you know, at first, uh, one of our other roommates and Terrence, they were quick to jump jump on the jump on the bus per se. And, you know, I was skeptical, you know, I was like, man, do I really want to do this? Do I really not? But, you know, just all we had to do was write an email to Coach Sarah. And it, like, it was probably the best thing I could have done. You know, I had so much fun. I mean, and like, you know, closer to the game of basketball, which all three of us, you know, we love so much.
0: Yeah, Exactly. It was actually a lot of fun. Like, for me, I had to coach you guys to start out. And then I eventually had to play with you guys because we had some guys leaving some guys couldn't make it. Because we can't like they can't have the same exact schedule as the women do. So we kind of had to cater to what everyone was able to do. Like, some people might have this certain class during practice. So we had other guys show up, but not these guys. So it was, it was a bit of chaos in a way, but we were able to, you know, make it work. What it was, it was crazy was, like, how, how we had so many
1: guys at, like, the beginning, like, enough for, like, you know, two different teams. And then, like, towards the end of, like, the first semester and towards the start of the second semester, we had maybe, what, like, two guys show up. I know Terrence was, Terrence was, was always busy towards the second semester. So, I remember it was just, like, literally, like, three guys, and we were just – we had to take two of the girls and put them on our side. Well, we had Jazz come in a couple of times as well. Oh, Yeah. Oh, dude, when Jazz came in, oh, it was different. I, I liked it whenever we practiced with Jazz. She was just she, – she had that intensity. And, you know, Jazz is a bucket, you know. Just she came on your show. Jazz is a bucket, bro. Jazz well, is a certified bucket.
0: Well, she played four years of college basketball, so you kind of expect that. Oh, yeah. She she ain't letting them girls have nothing whenever she was on the court. Nothing. So some of the rules of being a practice player was obviously, you know, you come in – Uh, You have to help with certain drills, but mostly you're there for, you know, scout team or, you know, scrimmaging five on five. Um, There were certain things that we couldn't do. Like, we couldn't play as fast. We kind of had to play the speed of, like, other women's basketball teams. We couldn't block shots. Obviously, we tried not to foul at all. We just played regular defense. Didn't really jump. And, yeah, we basically had the role of being the scout team. So. Go um, going,
1: going to those block shots, you know, uh, you know, somebody would always end up blocking somebody's shot. Um, I wonder who that could be.
2: <laughs> Man, half the time I wasn't even trying to block this shot, honestly. It would just happen.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Tyler, he
0: says that, but you know, he was clearly jumping in the air. I remember one time where I was literally just running by like with my hand up, didn't jump, and I still like blocked the shot. I do have pretty good length in my arms, but like I didn't expect to block someone's shot like that.
1: So, yeah, that was the thing. Your coach, your uh, coach Miller, was like, "Yeah, no, don't block the shots." And you know, Terrence did that a good three times. I remember.
2: I think it was just because when I when I blocked it off the backboard, that's when it was like, "Oh, that's when I got in trouble."
0: But I think it's like a habit for uh, you know us playing against each other.
1: You know, and also you know it was fun. You know, like whenever we met each other, you know we got. You know, used to each other, so we knew each other and then like running those games after like their practice squad, that was fun. You know, yeah. just a little competition and you know, it got it was it was pretty good up there, we got sometimes.
0: Yeah, and it's not easy like playing against a women's basketball team. Like people think oh, because they're women it's gonna be a walk in the park. No, it's not. It's like it was way harder like to guard those women than you know, most guys, to be honest with you. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. Coach Miller was like, "All right, don't think, don't think you're just gonna come in there and beat them because they're girls." You know, I didn't have that mentality, and I, and, and you know, I, I went out there, you know, and you know, they them girls gave me a run for money. I, I mean, hey, they they did me up before. They hit a shot in my face. You know, I was just like, "Well, darn deep." They ain't no joke. Who
2: was like the hardest people to guard, in your opinion? K. Okay. They was very hard to guard. I was usually put on her just because our similarities in height. Yeah. Usually, like, a player my height would be, like, the tallest player on another girl's basketball team. So, I would have to guard her. And, yeah, she used to do me dirty. Like, that girl, she had great footwork. Some of the best footwork I've ever seen on any girl, Division One, Division Two. she had some good footwork. So, yeah, that's why she was very hard to guard in the post, especially in the post. For me, I'd have to say, you know,
1: I'd have to say Connor because just the, the jump shot, bro, like – Every like, if she's pulling it, and bro, you know, you know it's gonna go in. And then she's she's so she's so small and agile, like she can get around her her screens so easily. And you're got you're just caught up and you're just lost. And then next, and she's in the corner with a wide open three, and you you know you know
0: the outcome of that. But she's definitely difficult. But every time I would guard Kirsten, she would just put elbows right into me, and it was so painful when it happened. Oh
1: no, yeah, Kirsten. Oh yeah, no, she, no, she. The thing about her is, she she does this little thing like whenever she's uh, posting up, she like just I don't I don't know how to explain it, but the way
0: she does it is like you, she you you just you find yourself behind her like she, she, she just she's good at it. And she like steps on your foot so like you can't get around her. <laughs>
1: it, it, and it's you know what it's the little things like that that players
0: do that is like you know what
1: helps them become better. You know, like the little, just that little thing that they perfect.
0: Oh, and one more thing. She's six four, which makes it that much more difficult. She's she's taller than me, and I'm six two. So,
1: and has a has a has a nice mid range shot too.
0: There were, you know, some of the practice players that came in were really good. Like shout out to Cam. Cam was probably practice squad practice player MVP for most of the year. No, yeah,
1: Cam. Yeah, I, I would say Cam was. You know, Cam was there most at any of us. You know, did what he was told. Didn't do more. You know. We'd like not to name any names, but you know, some kids out there were you know, they were trying too hard, and you are like, bro, we're just we're just trying to make them better. We're not we're not out here, you know, for, you know, as a trial position for the men's team or anything. No, we're just we just we just want to make y'all better so you know y'all have a you know, y'all get a
0: good look. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Uh yeah, our main objective was to make the women's team better. It wasn't for us to try and I guess, out out outmatch them or out-hustle them. It was more so to make them better. Yeah,
1: we had some guys out there, you know, like diving for loose balls, you know, playing with reckless abandon. Like, hey, bro, man, you're doing too much, man. I mean, one, we don't want to hurt them. They're, you know, they're on scholarship. They're there for a reason. You're just – we're just happy to be there, you know, and happy to be a part of it, you know. And I don't think some of those guys, like, understood that. But, you know, like, shout-out to Cam, like you said. Cam would do his thing, you know, give him a good look, give him a good scout, wouldn't do too much, you know.
0: And, yeah, Cam was good. I I, I mean. What was uh, some of your, like, what were some of the most funniest moments when we would play?
1: I, if I had to say anything, it would just be when K got the ball in the post because, I mean, what, we can't block shots, so, like, and you know Kay was just so good at posting up and getting around and everything, so he, if Kay got around in the rim, it was going in, and the crazy thing about it was you know even when in her games, you know most of the time she she was if she got that ball down low, it was going in
0: yeah Kay was such a good player like for her tenure at u s c Aiken. and um probably a
1: funny thing just like at a practice squad is uh you know your your dad not being able to get names straight for nothing man he he like You'd have to tell him your name as soon as you got there. And after a while, he'd pick up on it. But some some guys, some of the guys on there, he he would not remember their name at all.
0: I remember that. Now, one of my like favorite moments was I remember uh, Irvon was like, well, I always make fun of Irv because he can't really shoot. But I remember one time Irv decides to shoot the ball from not the top of the key, but a little bit to the right. Somehow he hits the top left of the backboard, doesn't hit the rim, and it wasn't even close. And it was maybe one of the funniest things because I just – for some reason I just kept laughing for about a minute after that.
1: There were, there were some funny things. And, you know, uh, I'll shout out somebody else. Shout out to Mark. You know, Mark gave those girls a good scout also. You know, he he's, he's an athlete. You know, he's always been. I went to high school with him. You know, he was good in high school. You know, the only, only bad thing about him is his height, you know. But, yeah, Mark gave those girls a look. He was fast, you know. He was left-handed, had great ball handling. could shoot, could drive, you know. So, he gave those girls a really good look, you know. And your, your dad loved him, you know. We all loved him on the practice squad, you know.
0: Yeah, I like Mark a lot. You know, shout out to him. I hope he's, you know, doing well in life at the moment. You know what's funny? I feel like if he got the chance, he could have played on the men's team.
1: Yeah, I believe he could have made it too. But he's, he's a big what if, you know. Like, we, ne- we, we never know because he never got a shot.
0: Yeah. I remember we always made fun of Terrence because he'd do some kind of dumb stuff on the court. No, here,
1: let me let me let me remind you of this. I remember one time the behind were, the back between no, two. No, no, no. I wouldn't even talk about that. But see, you brought that up. No. So then I got two things I gotta get on you about. One time your dad was like, All right, I'm gonna set this play up. All right, we're gonna throw you an alley, Terrence. Let's see what you can do. Terrence was so anxious to get that alley he didn't even run the first part of the play right I was not
2: I, I, I didn't really I did I wasn't anxious to run that play because I didn't even know what it was because I didn't get a look my thing about plays is it was always like playing in high school running but I had to see the play for a, a couple of times before I actually know it because that's just how I learned coach and coach actual, everything
0: coach
1: Miller told you was like Terrence we're about to throw you an alley and you said okay you acknowledge it and everything and we get up there and you don't know where to go man and, and if we if we ask Coach Miller now, we'd say if you're running a play, the, and
0: Terrence is on there, just chalk it
1: up. <laughs>
0: Yo, Terrence would do like I remember when Terrence would, like we finally put him at like the two or the three, and he shoot nothing but threes the whole time. He would ju-
1: he would just pull, and you know, like we like we said earlier in the podcast, that jumper sometimes ain't it, Bucko.
0: I remember uh, there was one practice where all three of us were really bad. There was more than one, one time. There was a couple times. Every time Jose shoots an air ball, the next person always shoots an air ball.
1: And it's so, it's so crazy, you know, like with the girl ball, like – like some, like so you don't want to over – you don't want to shoot like a regular ball. And then you don't want to shoot it, you know, too soft or too hard. So it's just –
0: it's hard to get adjusted to. Yeah, so if like – if you're a guy and you shoot with a women's ball, it's like – it's not as easy as people think it is. Like, like you, like you said, you either overshoot or undershoot it. For me, I always miss to the right for some reason. Like, it's just like a completely different, you know, animal playing with a women's ball than a men's ball.
1: Yeah. And you know, people would be like, you know, you, you got a girl's ball, so you should be doing better than what you usually do. It's like, no, it's not, the it's not the same case. It's really not.
0: So unfortunately there's not going to be able to be a practice squad due to the coronavirus concerns, which, you know, I understand. I wish we could bring everyone back but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah,
1: no, it, that, that does suck. But, you know, I mean, those girls, their protection, you know, uh, staying inside that bubble and staying safe, you know, that's the main priority, you know. And, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure eventually if your dad ever needs, you know, guys again, it may, may not be us, but other guys, you know, I'm pretty sure he'll make another squad, you know. They'll have memories to um go back and look on, you know. Hopefully, Tyler, you'll be there, you know. You'll be able to compare it, you know, and talk about it later, you know. But like your first practice squad, and then your most recent practice squad, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just you know with this whole Corona, there's a lot of things we can't do. There's a lot of stuff we miss. There's a lot of stuff we wish we could do. But you know, we gotta take it a day at a time. You know, this is just this is just a new thing for everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would like to bring some of the OG members back, but you know, we'll see where everyone is at that time. You could be like Terrence and be super busy, you know yeah terrence terrence has a has a full thing on his plate he's, he's
1: he's probably got something planned in the next 15 minutes or something i don't know and i really do
0: and that's the thing. jeez all right so what what were some of your like favorite memories from the women's season last year as a whole not including like practice squad moments
1: okay so you know like we t- like go probably going to the lander tournament you know that was fun you know they go over there, you know, show the girls that we support them, you know, if, if we can, you know, if we, we'll be there if we can. And, you know, um, you know, my partner to the right, right
0: here, he had to, you know, he had to show off that game. I, I know y'all, y'all two have a lot to talk about that. Yo, Terrence is easily the ultimate cheerleader <laughs> known to man when it comes to
2: watching basketball. Well, yeah, that later tournament, um, I kind of got out of my element because it was it was the rest they were the rest caught a very bad call, and I remember jumping up from my seat, jumping over a row and running to the corner, and like no, running all through it so that's one thing I do remember it was a good tournament they did play good that game towards the end when they played I think it was on nor they played, yeah, which was a very talented team, so and they held their own, so even though they didn't win, it was a good game. You know, probably probably another favorite thing going away from
1: Terrence being a cheerleader. Probably a good thing was you know when they beat Lander. You know that that was amazing. I, sadly, I regret not going to that game. I had I probably had to go work that weekend back at home or something. But like seeing in the news, seeing in like the little report, just you know like the the win. And, like it was a, gr- a a decent margin that we won by. And you know that was just great because you know Lander had all this reputation of you know being at fast price, press, pressing that, uh, pressing a team all night. You know never being tired, and you know it was just good to get that win. And I and like I know y'all went crazy after. I know Coach Miller got water thrown on him and everything. You know that was it was great to see that, and and the fact that it was on the senior night as well. You know, like I know those girls were were happy and excited. You know to
0: get that win under them. It was easily the greatest regular season game like I've ever seen in my life when it comes to my dad's career as a coach. And for me to be on the bench and to experience all that, it was like, I was really emotional after that game. My dad was, Coach Sarah was, it was like amazing. And like it's sports moments like that, that draw you in, not only as, you know, a coach, but as a fan and you realize, wow, isn't that amazing? You know?
1: Yeah. And another game was, I mean, I, I was actually at the North Georgia game, you know, them being, ranked, them being ranked nationally, you know, and us going in there, you know, the underdog and coming out with the win, you know, that was a good team effort, you know, I remember that game. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember, I can't remember who had the most points, but I just remember like us cheering. I remember, you know, Terrence always being that cheerleader, you know, on the sidelines saying,
2: yeah, let's go, you know, saying all this, all his little antics that he likes to do. Oh yeah, I love I love messing with the other team. Like I used to, I, I used to love saying little slick stuff, it, and I love saying slick stuff to other fans too. Like you remember, like we can go back and land there. I was definitely talking to the uh, to Lenard fans, and it was kind of like back and forth. And my thing, that's what it's all about. It's all it's all about fun, upbuilding uh, these girls because it's more at the end of the day, it's more than basketball. Because they got to take these life skills they take from the game of basketball to the natural to their natural lives when they leave it. So that's what it's all about to me.
1: Another thing about Terrence's antics, you know, as we said earlier, he is a ref for the intermural. So, you know, he had to get trained on how to, like, do the rotation or whatever. Every time we're in the stands, you know, watching the girls refs make a bad call, man, let me ref. I know the rotation. I know where he's not supposed to be.
0: I'd be like, Terrence, shut up, bro. You're an <laughs> mural ref. No one cares. You know how many times I busted out laughing when I was on the bench with Terrence, Terrence's antics? Playing Lenore Ryan, I was dying. Like you couldn't see me, and I was doing a really good job of holding it in. But on the inside, I was laughing so much.
1: No, if you if you'd have been playing Lander at, and we'd have been at Lander and Terrence did all those antics, we'd have gotten kicked out for sure because they they would not have appreciated that at all.
2: And that's the thing. I've been kicked. I've been kicked out of a game before. I've been, I've been kicked out of a AAU um, third grade game one time. One time it was for I was on my team and it got a little. Kind of a little back and forth, and the rest t- asked me to leave. So it is that that's what I do. It's the anti I mean, but it works though. It builds momentum for the team. It, it was building momentum for them. So that's why I keep doing it. And I mean, y'all like it. I, I And Tyler always looks back when I say something stupid. He'll look back and be like, <laughs> that thing, it would kill me. He would look right, baby. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he he gave
1: uh, Tyler gave you like the just shut up, just shut up call one time, and because I don't know
0: what you said, but Tyler Tyler looked back very quickly. I remember that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but see, like I don't mind that because like the more passionate fans we can get, and the more eyes we can get on the team, it's just the more support we get, the better and better we're gonna go out and play for those people. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, and the girls loved Terrence. You know, after that game, you know, Coach Miller said something, Coach Terrence said something, all the girls said something. You know, they loved Terrence after that. You know, it was always like, oh, well, you know, Terrence gonna be on the sideline. You know, and all the games that we could go, you know, we were there supporting the girls. You know, because I mean, you know, like, like we said, being in the practice squad, you know, you like actually play with them. You know them a little bit more than you know their other people, other fans do. So you know, it was actually nice to go out there. You know, actually
0: support them and see them get better and better throughout the season. What I love about USC Aiken is that the fans, when it comes to basketball, are very passionate, and we the place is packed almost every single game. You know, and I and shout out to all the people who do come and watch uh, the women's basketball team play. And I can speak on their behalf as well that they appreciate it like as much as I do.
1: Oh yeah, basketball is pretty big here in Aiken, for especially at USC Aiken. Yeah, it's pretty big. And you know that to, to see to see all those fans come out, you know, local fans, and you know, there's even fans that even travel, you know, when they can and get the chance and go see our girls and, and our men's team as well. So, you know, I mean that's always good. I like I like that, you know, being in a small town,
0: you wouldn't expect that. And that's that's what I like about it here, you know, basketball's pretty big. Like when when the women play and then the men play, there's so many fans. Like when we play Augusta or we play Lander, you know, you got about two thousand people there. Like it's packed. Yeah.
1: So, I think that's the thing that's, that's gonna that sucks with this whole corona, you know. Plenty of people won't go out there and want to watch our girls play, but um, there's no telling what's gonna happen, what's the system gonna be,
0: you know. Bro, I sucks, know that sucks horribly, man. Like, I don't know if we're gonna have no fans, I don't know if it's gonna be, you know, family members can come. I have no idea what to expect, yeah. But I mean, the biggest thing, you know, is the safety of.
1: Every person, every fan, and players and coaches and staff, you know. So say so, you know, like like they got the signs all over USA. You know, the pan- pandemic's in, You know, it's just a matter
0: of us as a society working together. You know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what you know happens like this season. So you know, we don't know as of right now. I believe our first game is in the middle of November. Uh, we we only play twenty two games this year. So it got dropped to 28. That's the NCAA's call on that one. Um, right now, we, we can't even, like, practice or do anything. There's, like, certain timetables. Um, you can only, like, practice in small groups and stuff once you're able to. Like, we're going to get tested every week. Luckily, it's not the one that goes up your nose, which, by the way, is easily the most painful thing, in you know, ever. Did you guys get, like, the one that, like, goes up to your brain?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, that that corona test ain't no joke. Getting it
0: for school, oh man, that junk sucked. I just remember, I leaned back, they put it right up there. My eyes watering, my head hurts, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. It was very painful. Enough to make a grown man cry. But I understand why we have to do all this stuff. It's all precaution. It's all for the safety of the players, the coaches, as well as, you know, people in the athletic department. So I'm totally fine with, you know, the new rules. I mean, I understand. Um, I
1: mean, I'd rather followed all these new rules than not have, you know, basketball at all. You know what I mean? You know, go through these precautions and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, like like during those three months of lockdown, there was nothing to do. Everything was boring. Couldn't see nobody. It would just suck, man.
0: Yeah, and there could be no season. Like if we like, they could easily just be like, "Oh, yeah, we don't want to have a season." But I'm pretty confident there's going to be a season, so let's let's you know pray for that. So let's preview uh, like the women's basketball season for a little bit because I know you guys don't know a lot of the players. As you know, we have some of our returners. Maddie's coming back. Koya's coming back. Ari's coming back. Chesney's coming back. Kirsten obviously didn't play last year because she obviously moved to America from Australia. So she gets her freshman year coming next. Grace is coming off of injury. So hopefully she's, she will be healthy by November, but we're going to have a very young team because we got, what do we got? Like seven freshmen, eight new people. Yeah. And we only have one senior this year. Kana's our only senior, our sharpshooter from Japan. So as you guys know, we have the twins coming in. Twins from Tennessee. You know, five ten, five eleven. You know, they can play the two through the four. They can all shoot pretty well. Very smart, high basketball IQ players. I'm
1: honestly excited for the season. If I'm if I'm being honest, you know, because uh, you had Chesney putting in some a lot of minutes off the off the bench, you know, and as a freshman and stuff, you know, and like uh, the Lander game last year, she showed up and showed out, you know. Connie, you know, Connor's going to do her thing, you know, Maddie and them, Koya, Ari, you know, you got some, you got some solid players coming back and then, you know, you, you never know what your new ones are going to do, you know, I mean, they're freshmen, they got, they got nothing to lose. So I think they have, a, they have a lot to prove and a lot to show out for.
0: It's like me and my dad and Coach Sarah talk about it. And like, we're very excited for what is coming this year. Obviously, we're going to be really young. Like I told you, we got eight new ones, basically. Um, I already said talked about the twins for a little bit. Shawnee is a very athletic guard, five eight, five nine guard, you know, left lefty. That's a new dynamic that we have. Yeah, Alicia, 5'9", you know, four and five, hyper athletic, comes out of uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. It's a little bit that's kinda like two hours away from where I live in Philly. Uh, kind of near central Pennsylvania. We got Vera coming in, five six, five seven guard from uh, Finland. Yeah, we got a kid from Finland. That's pretty insane, right? Um, and the players all over. You know, and
1: that's that's a good thing. You know, like you I mean, no problem with it. I mean, like
0: we got New York, Japan, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Ohio, Finland, Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, California, Australia. Yeah, you know, it's just gonna.
1: I think it's gonna be good to see them girls in action. You know, I think, I think once you know, once I get everything figured out, they get along with the system. You know, I think, I think y'all are gonna be fine.
0: And then also we have a uh, Chinema, who's a six-three post, by the way. Girl's taller than me. She's tall, athletic, can run the floor. Like, I'm excited. Like, we got a lot of like, got a lot of exciting players. Like I said, we're gonna be super young gonna be an experience so like the first few games could be a little rough depending on how easy everything's able to click but I'm excited like it's like this is the most talent I think my dad has had on a team since he's been here and this is also the first year where it's all of these people on his team are his recruits I mean it's too early to tell but you know
1: that hopefully let's see if he did great with the recruitment you know I, I think I think I think he did great you know you got some good height, you got some good guards, you got you know, oh we're big,,
0: yeah, 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 oh, shout out to uh Tasha is also a part of the team. She'll transition from soccer to basketball after she's done with soccer, yeah, I
2: actually work with Tasha and I actually seen her play. she's actually a really good player she can she who can didn't Tasha play in the murals? she did she yeah, okay, hoop. I remember Tasha, no tasha, yeah, tasha was a bucket
1: she she could she could do her thing, she, she can, can hold her own she could. And it's yeah. always good to see walk-ons
2: get that chance. To play. Yeah, exactly. No, I think, uh, I think
0: I did good with bringing her on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's a good kid and, you know, has a good personality. So for her to be part of the team, it's going to help our team morale. It is going to be good to see the season, you know,
1: get started. You know, I can't wait, to be honest.
0: Well, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you guys for joining me. Have any last words to close us out? Um, no, I just want to thank the
1: Wins and Losses podcast. You know, I'm glad that you're doing your thing, man. You're, you're doing something that you like. I, You know, i love to see, you know, hopefully you can go far in this. Right, I hope you reach your goals with this. Um, just a few things to say, you know, shout out to my hometown, Orangeburg, you know, from 8-3 to Realburg. That's, I mean, that's all I got to say. Um,
2: go ahead, Tane. Um, I was like, thank, I like, think Tyler for having me is just something I've never done before. It's something I always kind of wanted to do. Um, it's real cool to be on this and I'd like shout out you all no shout out to Mick, Columbia, South Carolina. You already know the best place in South Carolina, whether y'all believe it or not. You feel me? But I appreciate having us. Keep on doing what you're doing, Tyler. <laughs>
0: appreciate you guys. So follow these guys on Instagram at T and at jf 7versetheworld Then the world. follow the podcast on Instagram at the underscore wins and losses underscore podcast and on Twitter at wins and losses Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope to see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace and appreciate, appreciate.